Hi friends, my name is Jenna, one of the three voices you'll hear on this podcast. I have worked in the wedding industry for five years and I can't wait to share all of the advice, tips, and tricks you'll need, and even better, alongside two amazing other industry professionals. Whether you're a newly engaged couple, a wedding pro, or just want to have a laugh, we're here. Now who's ready to pull back those curtains and have a glimpse behind the party? Hi friends, welcome back to another episode on Behind the Party. Today we're going to be talking about how to involve your wedding party in your planning process rather than just having them along for some of the events. This is a great way if your wedding party is composed of family members, lifelong friends, you know, the people who actually are wanting to help you out and take some of the stress off your plate. And hopefully you have names just popping in your head right now of who that might be. If you're thinking about your wedding party and not a single name comes to mind, that's a whole nother topic for a different day. Some couples might feel overwhelmed by the process of planning in general especially if you have a large wedding party. But worry no more, we've got you covered. So let's go ahead and dive into this topic. If you haven't listened in before, my name is Amanda. I have been doing weddings and events since 2009. It's been quite a bit and I absolutely love it. I've seen everything from no wedding parties, just having your best man made of honor to large wedding parties with 10 or more on each side. So whatever you're thinking, however you've personalized your day, I love it. I'm here for it. And the fact that you've made it special for you is really important. I'm going to try to give some general advice, but I'll point out a few things here or there that might be different for you as well. So the big question How can you involve your wedding party in your overall planning process? Quite simply, I feel like there are a few different ways to do that. The first and most essential thing is communication. You need to communicate to your wedding party that they're not only the people going to be standing beside you, but they're an integral and important part of your special day. You want to get them excited. You want them to feel involved. Odds are when you first asked them to, you did a really great job at this. You high-fived, you jumped up and down, you hugged each other. If you're dudes, then you probably did the, of course, man, elbow taps, whatever it is for you. But it doesn't need to just stop there. You need to keep that going. Let them know what's happening. Tell them how amazing it's going to be. Tell them what's stressing you. So the second step is to assign and establish roles, duties, specific responsibilities. Now, the most common way people do this is with the best man and maid of honor. We've also, of course, have our best woman, man of honor, whatever this looks like for you. The people who are standing right next to you, your go-to, your point person, whatever you're calling them, you've probably established who they are and what comes along with that, whether it is helping you get ready, holding your bouquet during the ceremony, planning a shower, keeping track of the rings, 
being the main point of contact for your vendors, whatever that looks like. Typically, this is the one person in the party that is utilized to help with planning, but that doesn't mean that they need to be the only one or that they should be the only one. Giving everyone in your wedding party a role, responsibilities, and kind of a list of things to do during planning will create a sense of ownership and your wedding party will put their best foot forward to make your wedding day a success. Instead of creating a group of people who may or may not know each other, you're, you've put together essentially your A-team, your squad. And that's why people use that term is it's because it is a group of people who should be working towards a common goal. They each have their own responsibilities, their own key strengths. And when they bring that together, they're going to help make your wedding day a success. So I mentioned maid of honor and best man. So here's a few examples of types of roles or responsibilities that they can take on during the wedding process. As mentioned, they are going to be the closest people to you two as a couple. They're basically the top members, so to speak, of the wedding party. I mentioned the bridal shower. This also extends to planning the bachelor or bachelorette parties. That's very traditional. You can also and should also be very involved in wedding day from decor to making sure things are running smoothly. Now, a lot of times this just falls on the bridal side. And from my experience as a venue management, venue like view of everything, usually the bride and her party arrives hours before the groom or the second partner. And what that does is it means that their wedding party is there first. So it makes sense for them to be the one setting up. Now, what about the second party that's coming later? Do they just get to sit back and enjoy? Not quite. So this is a great opportunity for them to get the beverages ready, ice everything down behind the bar, bring in those last forgotten moment items, make sure everyone is set, that you can have someone in contact of communicating between the two parties. So when the first party, we're going to say party A, this is what is typically the bridal party, is there setting up if they realize, oh no, we completely forgot to bring lighters or pens for the guest book. That's a big one. (laughs) Then they can go ahead and text the person in the other party an ongoing list of we need you to get these last minute items. And then that can be communicated and the other group can go ahead and take care of it to keep things running smoothly, which is nice. If there are any surprises going on that day between the couple, it also helps if your wedding parties are speaking to each other and have each other's contact information and have a way to coordinate that so that way secrets and surprises don't get spoiled. So what about the other members of the wedding party? Glad you guys are asking this and thinking the same thing as me. Every wedding party member has a role to play. For example, if there's a bridesmaid that can help with dress shopping, fantastic. If you have a groomsman or a sister like mine who is amazing at creating playlists that really set the tone for the day, 
have them do that. Create a playlist that can be played while you're getting ready that really helps everyone relax, focus in, and get that energy going for the day. Additionally, um, setting up the venue as mentioned, the ceremony decor, however, is usually something that I would consider a separate piece, even if it's at the same venue. A lot of times this gets forgotten, and because of that, it kind of falls flat, so to speak. When you're doing this, the biggest thing I can recommend is that you not only convey your vision for the responsibilities you're passing out to your wedding party, but you make it as easy for them as possible. Did you do a mock setup? Awesome. Snap a picture, staple it next to the instructions for them. They will love you for that when they're setting up. Does your venue have a do not put a hole in our wall policy? Cool. That's pretty common. But guess what? Your super excited groomsman or uncle that's trying to help you out doesn't know that. And I have seen before where they pull out a giant nail or a staple gun and go a little bit crazy trying to make a vision come to life. So make sure you're not only showing them what you want, how you want them to do it, and how you do not want them to do it. If you're able to do this in advance or leave them a nice little note, some quick bullet points, then you don't even have to worry about it the day of. It is all set to go. One key factor (laughs) that most people don't think about is having someone to help with the vows. And I'm not kidding on this one. If you're writing your own wedding vows, good, great for you. I love that. But if they have not been written one week before your wedding, it is time to add that responsibility to someone's list. Have them keep you on track, guide you when writing your vows, and be an ear to listen to when you're trying to read through them to make sure they sound okay. So these are some ideas of day of. These are the most common ones that we see week after week. But there's one big key part that probably ends up stressing a lot of our couples more than others. And it's the simple fact of balancing all these competing schedules and delegating tasks to the different wedding party members. And it makes sense. I mean, we're talking about easily 10 different people with 10 different schedules. If they're married and have kiddos, they're not just juggling their own schedule, but they're juggling their families as well. So figuring out a day where everyone can go to try on dresses or tuxes or suits is difficult. Finding a day and time where everyone can go get their nails done or do a test makeup and hair run, that's not going to be as easy as you wish it was. And that's okay. Being clear on the specific tasks that they each need to accomplish and having deadlines for them is a first step. It'll take a lot of stress and weight off of their shoulders. Now, of course, you want to know the strengths and weaknesses of each person on your wedding party. This is important. I promise you there is not one wedding that I have been in that they want me to be in charge of the playlist. You know why? I have great taste in music. You know what I'm not good at? Building a playlist for a group of people with someone getting ready. Not my forte. If someone's in charge of doing the flowers and another person is a good negotiator, maybe the person negotiating should handle the vendor side of things, the complicated relationships. Something where they understand the importance of asking questions. What about this? How do we change that? 
This is their ideal goal, their vision. How can we compromise and make it come to life? The person that's responsible for flowers, you probably want them to be more of a creative, someone who can picture, envision the final result without having to see an actual photocopy, especially with flowers, because these are something that should be created and be new for each and every event. Not something you copy and paste and you just go pick up on a shelf at Target. Okay, I want to go over one piece of advice that I feel couples who have larger bridal parties and maybe don't want to overwhelm their friends with additional responsibilities should walk away with today. We mentioned good communication. This is crucial. Start by creating a meeting to give everyone an idea of their different roles and responsibilities. You can go one by one with everyone, and that's fine. But again, we're talking about a large wedding party here. If you're meeting with 10 different people, 12 different people, and you're spending an hour chatting with each of them, plus your travel time, that's going to add up really quickly. Instead, have a movie night, order some pizza or some takeout, Make it fun and go over all the things. When you guys are doing these discussions, make sure to ask if anyone's interested in taking on more or less and be flexible. If you did not make it clear when you asked them to be in your wedding party that you wanted their help during the planning process, this could be overwhelming. I'm going to say it again because I think it is really important. If you have already asked these individuals to be in your wedding party and you did not make it clear that you expected them to help in a small or large role during the planning process, this could be overwhelming for them. Of course, you know them very well, I'm sure, but odds are there is something going on in their life, at work, in school that is really weighing on them right now. So throwing a curveball out of nowhere and asking them to take on lots of responsibilities and tasks can be a lot. Make sure you share your whys, you keep the excitement flowing during these conversations, and you give them the room to step up and say, yes, I can do that, I can do more, and you give them the space and the safety and support to say, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. It's too much for me, whatever that might be. Okay, now we're going to switch gears just a tiny bit, and I'm going to give you very specific examples of how I have seen wedding parties support couples in the past. Whether you're the couple planning and this gives you ideas and inspiration of where to let go and where to let them step up, Or if you're listening in because you're on a wedding party and you're trying to go above and beyond, I can't wait to share these. Now, if you are a wedding party member, we do have an episode fully dedicated to you guys where we're going to talk about all the things that you can do to be the best wedding party ever. So be sure to tune into that one. It has some fun examples that we're not going to mention here today. So if you are a couple that is worried about how much time you have at your venue, you're going to want and need a lot of hands-on help. That's for setup, 
as well as tear down at the end of the night. Now, I hear over and over, week in and week out, that our wedding party is going to help us clean up. It's going to be fine. We're going to be out in 30 minutes. And let me tell you, I can count on one hand how many actually have that happen that night. And that sounds really sad. And the couple gets very defeated because then you're there in your wedding day apparel cleaning up and most of your wedding party has disappeared. So here are some fun and easy ways to make this not happen to you. Have one person designated for each dressing room. So if you're getting ready on site at the venue, then there should be someone in your wedding party who is great at organizing and cleaning up that their job is to keep everyone on task. What you would be ideal for you is if before your ceremony happens, everyone needs to have their personal belongings packed up and placed in their car. Now, I understand that you probably want some touch-ups for later on for hair and makeup. That's fine. This one organized person that you're putting in charge, have them have a go bag. One simple bag that has travel size hair travel size hairsprays, some bobby pins, consider it your little emergency kit for when the reception is going on. The only things that you want left in that room are things that are going to be needed. If someone's changing their shoes, yeah, that makes sense. Keep them in there. If you're changing into a second dress or out of your suit into some slacks and a t-shirt, okay, perfect. Sounds wonderful. But there's no need for your groomsmen to keep their change of clothes, their Bluetooth speaker, their hairbrushes and combs, their slides and their sneakers because they brought both just in case as well as their suit rental bags all in the room. Pack those up, put them in the car. All the trash that's left on the tables, clean that up too. And I know this sounds silly, but at the end of the night, this is where most of the wedding party disappears to for the 45 minutes while our couples and their usually maid of honor and parents clean the entire reception hall. So nip that in the butt. Then they don't have anywhere to run off to and you're set to jet. Now, when you're looking at the reception hall, pick one or two members of your wedding party to be in charge of your gifts, your cards, and all those special mementos that you're going to have mostly in your entryway. So we're talking about the cute sign of you two, if you have any special picture frames, if you have an in-memory table, the top of your cake your champagne flutes that you used for your toast, your cake cutters, all of those items that you use at the beginning of your reception, but that should be tucked away for safekeeping once the dinner and dancing has begun. Have them take a step to the side, pack them up, either get them ready or go ahead and put them in your personal vehicle or a parent's or whomever is going to be taking them home locked away for safekeeping. I'm sure we've all heard or read horror stories about cards and cash going missing, gifts. Unfortunately, that does happen. I've seen it. I've had couples heartbroken over it. And so one of my biggest suggestions is that once the evening is going, the guests have arrived, everyone is sitting down, go ahead and tuck them away. 
there is no reason for all those gifts and cards to sit on a table for four hours in front of 250 of your best friends when they could just as easily be put away for safekeeping and it's one less thing for you to have to load up later. Problem solved. Another big area that you can easily designate someone to take care of is going to be for any remaining florals and food. So these are two big areas that couples forget to make room for when they're loading out for the evening. It also means at the end of the night, there's usually no one who knows what to do with them. For your flowers, if you have vases or vessels that those are in, odds are you did not pay for those and you need to go get those to your florist. So whatever arrangement you made prior, whether they're picking them up that night from the venue, if you're responsible for returning it to them, or whatever mode of transportation those vessels are getting back home, you need to have a point person for that. If your florist is picking them up, make sure that you have someone designated to pull all the florals, dump the water, and leave the vessels at the front on a nice table for the florist to easily swoop in, pick up, and be on their way. They're going to show up pretty quickly to pick these up at the end of the evening because they know that they need to be out of your venue in time where you're going to be charged more money, and they don't want anything to do with that. So they're going to sneak in, grab them, and be out of your hair long before you have to worry about that. Now with those flowers, what are you going to do with them? One, you want to keep them alive if you're going to keep them. And two, our personal opinion is that you paid a lot of money for them. So if you don't have a home for those florals, pick one of your wedding party members who lives locally who can use those flowers and take them to either a nursing home, a rehab facility, or even a school for teachers and donate them as just a nice act of kindness and gesture. Trust me, it means the world to those on the receiving end of them, and it only takes five to 10 minutes out of your day. But again, if you don't have a plan, you're going to end up throwing them in the dumpster, and that just makes everybody involved very sad. Same goes for leftover food. If you have a game plan, if there's any leftovers, including containers, who they're going with, and what fridge they're going to fit in, things will go smoothly. Otherwise, they're going to sit there and it's going to make a mess or you're going to end up throwing away lots of meals. We have had couples bring to-go containers knowing that all of their wedding party was staying in local hotel rooms and then everyone had a midnight snack. We have had couples bring foil and big pans and take all the food to a local fire station. They called ahead. They made sure it was okay. And then they dropped it all off. And we have had couples who have a family member who lives locally that's not in their wedding party. And they just had them take all of the food back to their house. And the following day, they went and had brunch there. Nice and easy. Keeps it simple. These are great examples of things that your wedding party can do. Now, if you have a venue who is going to take care of all the cleanup, like we do, and we love to offer this service for our couples, that means your wedding party has it easy and so do you. You still need to get those gifts and cards out that we talked about and you need to get your personal belongings. So the most streamlined, simple way to do this is to label those boxes and bins that everything came in and that everything's going back. 
and have two or three people whose job is just to pack the stuff away. They can put everything where it goes. They know nothing's missing and makes it very, very easy. Regardless of how many people are in your wedding party, there's always going to be a way for them to help. The biggest ways the day of that will make your life the easiest is making sure you've communicated all the moving pieces. So if you have a timeline, share it with your wedding party. If you have rules or tasks or anything stressing you out, share it with your wedding party. But my biggest suggestion that I'd love to leave you with is don't wait until the end of your planning to loop them in. Let them know along the whole process so that if you want to go and find photos for a slideshow for the rehearsal dinner, they have plenty of time in months before to find the best or the most embarrassing photos to add to that slideshow. If you're worried about the decor and the setup, let them be part of helping you finalize your vision, finding the vases, the pieces, and doing a mock setup. If they're going to be part of setting up or cleaning up your venue, have them come with you on your venue site visit. Whatever it is, this whole planning process is an exciting journey for you two as a couple, but also the wedding party members that you chose for a reason. So don't forget they're there for you. And if you're not sharing that excitement and getting them all hyped up with tasks and responsibilities, but also the good moments and the exciting things, then you're really missing out. And it's going to be fantastic, so don't you worry. Wedding party members, make sure to tune in as we talk about all the things you can do to go above and beyond and some of the things that you definitely do not want to do as a wedding party. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks again for tuning in. As always, you can find us at Behind the Party Podcast on Instagram. We want to hear from you. DM us on Instagram or email behindthepartypodcast at gmail.com. We can't wait. See you next time.